In this episode, we are going to take the world's highest railway, the Qingzhan Railway, to Tibet. Renner's man is going to show us the beauty of Qinghai Lake and the simplicity of herdsmanship. She will also go up to 5,000 meters above sea level to Naju to find the mystical skeleton wall, a place for sky burial to reflect on the meaning of life and death. But first, let's take a ride on the world's highest railway. People used to believe that no railway could reach Tibet or Lhasa. In such an alpine and anoxic region, even the soil is frozen. It is ecologically frangible. But rail tracks have already been laid through the Tangula mountain, reaching an altitude of 5,000 meters above sea level. The Qingshan Railway is no longer a dream. It has become a challenge to our diligence. We are going to start from Xining, to go first to Tangula Mountain, then Naju, which is 4,500 meters above sea level, and finally Lhasa, the sacred land in Tibet. We shall take the 1,956 kilometer long Qingzhan Railway. To go to Xining, one can first go to Shenzhen and fly for about four hours. Qinghai province has an area of 720,000 square kilometers. The Qinghai Lake, the largest saline lake in China, is located about 100 kilometers west of Xining. Geologically, Qinghai Lake is a rift lake. It was formed 230 million years ago when it was believed to be connected to the Pacific Ocean. An inland basin was later produced by vigorous orogeny. And finally, it has become today's Qinghai Lake. Yapmutlam 近五十年來,它的水面面積已經減少超過有三百幾平方公里那麼多,就相當於每一年不見到一個杭州西湖那麼大,所以有專家預測在二百年之後,青海湖絕對有可能會消失的。If Qinghai Lake disappears one day, it can only live in our memory. No one can experience its tenderness anymore. So we should treasure it now.
Herdsmen in Qinghai work in the day and rest at night. They live with nature. Their life is simple and beautiful. Hi 現在是夜晚六點多的時間了 after Gu'ermu, the train has to climb Tangula Mountain 5,000 meters above sea level. Ordinary engines are hard to ignite at low oxygen level and temperature. They do not provide enough power and have to be replaced with NJ2, an American engine. NJ2 is a 4,000 horsepower engine installed with electronic diesel injection system and a maximum speed of 120 kilometers per hour. It can even work in alpine and anoxic regions.
火車咧嗰種滋味嗰種。當中嘅味道咧係好唔同嘅，沿途去過每一個景點咧都會好好想去享受一下當地嘅一啲環境。永遠鐵路咧都係去一啲我哋平時唔會去到嘅地方，所以沿路經一經過呢啲地方望一望，去睇下中國都有一啲咁咁好咁舒服嘅地方咧，其實真係好難得啊 In his *The International Development of China*, written in the early 20th century, Dr. Sun Yat-sen proposed to build a railway to Tibet. He held that the development of railway was inevitable in a country. The dream to have a railway to Tibet was finally realized a century later. The 1,965-kilometer-long Qingzhan Railway was completed in 2006. The frozen soil, the alpine and anoxic environment, and the frangible ecology were not a problem anymore. The railway has become the world's highest railway, and the longest railway built on a plateau. To preserve the fragile ecology in Tibet, the railway has built 675 bridges and seven tunnels, so that the animals are still free to migrate. It is hoped that the impact on the Tibetan plateau can be minimized. So, where you guys come from? I'm from Czech Republic. Where is that? Czech Republic, Central Europe. Oh, by train. By plane. 喺列車上面遇到嗰三位喺歐洲嚟嘅旅客咧，原來佢哋係三個都係自己一個人嚟中國旅行，跟住喺北京嗰度咧就認識對方啦，就好隨心好即興咁樣決定一齊坐火車就嚟到拉薩呢個地方嘅。咁所以發覺咧有陣時人係唔需要計算得太多啦，有時可能即興啊、隨心去做啲自己想做嘅嘢咧，可能更加舒服同更加開心。經過咗唐古拉山口啊，所以咧，我哋而家係去咗青藏鐵路最高嘅一點啊，所以見到出面咧都白濛濛一片啊，應該出面都零下好多度啊，好凍啊！坐咗二十鐘頭嘅火車咧，終於嚟到青藏鐵路嘅中途站馬曲啦！呢一度咧離海拔有四千五百米，係全中國最高嘅鎮嚟嘅噃，所以空氣咧都特別輕薄啊！咁咧，依家見到咧有兩個箭嘴啊，嗰邊咧就係拉薩嘅，嗰邊咧就去唐古拉山，再直達西寧。我哋係就喺嗰邊過嚟噶啦。喺我身旁呢一位咧，就系那曲站嘅副站长黄先生啊，黄先生你好，你好，你好，你在这里工作多少年了？我在这儿工作一年零三个月了。一年零三个月了，你感觉怎样？感觉蛮好啊。青藏高原呢，这个环保和植被都是非常脆弱的，一旦破坏以后呢，很难恢复。嗯，当地的老乡呢就说过，一块草坪如果被破坏以后，一百年都是恢复不了的。Working as the station master of one of the highest stations in the world is no easy task. Wang's family is in Qinghai. He goes home only every two months. 每天这个旅客列车都开走以后，嗯。
一个人回到自己的宿舍里面，想起来自己的妻子呀、小孩啊，有的时候也会寂寞的。哇！喺呢个四千几百米嘅高原上面咧，真系会缺氧啊！唔得，真系有啲头晕，吸一吸氧气先。早晨啊！而家我哋喺那曲市，凌晨六点钟，气温系摄氏零下十度啊，好毒噶！出发啦，出发啦！我哋而家咧就系喺那曲市去比喻园嘅骷髅长途中啦。我哋经过嘅地方咧，全部都系一啲超过五千米高嘅大雪山嚟嘅噃。如果我哋话西藏系世界屋脊嘅话咧，那曲呢一个地区就更加系世界屋脊嘅屋脊啦。你睇后面。一片白茫茫，几靓。白茫茫嘅雪山，企喺世界屋脊之上，感受系一片宁静同埋和谐。大自然就系咁样，自然就系美。木子嘅途中咧，竟然俾我哋发现一个温泉啊！呢一个温泉咧，原来叫做茶曲温泉，听讲咧系有治疗皮肤嘅功效嘅，竟然喺西藏嘅咁冻嘅地方，都俾我哋见到一个暖碌碌嘅温泉啊！等我入试下先。西藏嘅小朋友咧，佢哋到温泉咧，就会斟一啲水咯，跟住就攞住个樽就翻学咧，翻学嘅时候就会暖啲啊！好暖啊！拜拜。After that, we continue our journey. Having passed the snow mountain, we drive along Nujiang River and finally reach Damu'e Temple. 过咗七个钟头嘅车程咧，我哋终于由那曲市去到比喻园嘅达木子啦。相传一千几年前文成公主进藏嘅时候咧，经过呢个地方，发现呢度系一个风水宝地啊，于是就决定喺呢度兴建达木子啦。而达木嘅意思就即系话睇到就会羡慕咁解。而喺此入边咧，有一个全世界独一无二嘅骷髅墙。传说西藏有一个天葬台，系将死者嘅头骨留低，再造成墙。究竟西藏有冇骷髅墙呢？连好多西藏人都只系曾经听过，但系从来冇见过，更加冇俾任何电视台拍摄过。而我哋今次嘅诚意咧，终于打动到呢度嘅住持啦，亲自带我哋去天葬台啊！我喺度装入到门入面，我已经觉得好震撼。我哋入去啦！哇！
呢度我睇到前面一一埲牆，全部都係啲骷髏骨，即係諗起全部都係真嘅骷髏骨，人頭咧唔識形容啊嗰種感覺。The sky burial practice started in the 7th century. It is a common funerary practice in Tibet. The bodies were regarded as offerings to the birds, and others would pray for the dead, hoping that their souls could reach the heavens. The practice is rather similar to what Sakimuni did when he offered himself to a hungry tiger. 準備天葬嘅屍體咧，將會從呢一個門口度運到入嚟，然之後咧就會喺呢一個位置度處理同埋分割。處理過嘅屍體就會放喺呢一個位置度準備天葬嘅儀式噶啦。但係如果個死者係因為事故意外而身亡嘅話咧，就會擺喺呢一個位置噶啦。The building faces south. Its area is about 70 square meters. It is surrounded by three walls of three meters high. The west gate was for the living. The room in the north was used to store sutras. The burial site was in the middle. The three walls, one in the east, one in the south, and one in the west, were filled with more than 500 skulls. It is a sacred, solemn place. In most sky burial practices, none of the body parts should be preserved. But Damoa Temple has been keeping the skulls for about 130 years. 究竟點解呢一個天葬台要將死者嘅骨頭留低呢？其實到而家都冇一個好確實嘅答案。但係天葬師阿黃丹真就曾經咁樣講過，將死者嘅骷髏骨留低砌成牆，無非都係想告戒依然在世嘅人要多行善，少有俗念。因為無論你係咩人都好，你死咗之後都不外如是，俱往矣。The burial site, the skeleton walls, and the faces of the dead remind the living. To reflect on the meaning of life. 曾经有个藏学家咁样讲过，无论如何都一定要嚟骷髅场睇一睇，因为呢一度就系人类嘅归宿。的确嚟到呢一个骷髅场，令到我一个好震撼嘅感觉，因为睇住墙上面嘅一个个人死后嘅模样咧，令到我哋有一个好大嘅对人生嘅反思。究竟我哋生存系为啲咩咧？我哋嘅生命价值又系啲乜嘢咧？ Thank you. 
，很辛苦吗？可以看一下，谢谢。跟住就系咁样用呢个放落地下，咁只手咧就唔会擦损啦。好，拜拜。拜拜，拜拜。The two come from Chengdu. They have done this for several months, and they shall go on until they reach Lhasa. Their willpower is simply amazing. Visiting Lhasa for pilgrimage is the dream of the Tibetan people. In our next episode, we are going to Lhasa, where we're going to meet the national successors of Tibetan opera and tanka, and visit the Patala Palace, one of the UN's World Cultural Heritage Sites. <laughs>